And I was like, if we postpone this, we're not going to get that lineup. It's not going to happen. Right. I mean, I, I have enough experience with events and things to know that this is like, we got lightning <laughs> in a bottle. We have magic for this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to kick my recovery into high gear to be able to skate there. So that's the goal right now, May 12th. How's it going? What's happening? Everyone all right? He looks great. <laughs> that looks great. <clears throat> oh, man. Welcome, welcome. Oh, it's I weird. walked here. Yeah. <laughs> from, from your house? <laughs> <laughs> he left last night. Oh, shit. Uh, How weeks, are you, dude? Two weeks as of today. Right. And you've just walked from the table to this table yeah. with no it's, crutches. It's a big deal right now. Yeah. So what's your record? Like five or six steps? Um, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you, I, I, my, my timeline was going to be that I wanted to walk to the premiere HBO screening of, of Sam Jones' documentary, which is happening on March, 20, March 30th. Yeah. And then I got a call… Uh, three days ago, they said, hey, we would like you to present an Oscar at the Oscar Awards. I was oh, like, man, that almost, you almost got liquid what? death. <laughs> I said, yeah. What? It, yeah, we want you and Sean White and Kelly Slater to all present an award. Yeah. This, is, this should be airing the day after the Oscars, so, I mean, I'm not, I'm not revealing anything. All right. But then I thought, shit, I got to walk there then, which, which moves up my timeline like four days. Four days and you, that's doable. I know, but it, but it is daunting because as of right now, we're only days away from that. And I'm all I want to do is walk to the stage. What about if you walk and you're kind of like on Kelly Slater and Sean I White? I don't know. I too, don't know too, too much of a bro down? That seems awkward. But it's like the greatest surfer and the greatest snowboarder helping… Helping the greatest skateboarder that ever I lived. I know if everyone knows as a community of I, I sideways. I'm not going to assume everyone knows the backstory to that. If they don't, <clears throat> do you know what I mean? Like, if, if people, you know, the general audience doesn't know my plight, doesn't know, maybe doesn't even know all of us. Okay. And then I, we, I come, we come out like, whoa, what's up, dudes? Let me give you notes. Probably hey, don't, hey. don't say that. Both of, all three of you don't go, dude, here he is, bro. <laughs> all three of you Buddy, don't, don't go there. Bro. But what about dude. if you had like female soccer team and then one girl's hurt and she comes out and then another soccer player? Do yeah, you know the soccer players? But you'll know the story. When you walk out, people go, you don't know? That's the greatest surfer in the world, greatest snowboarder. And they're helping the greatest skateboarder because right. he's still I, skateboarding. I'll, I'll pitch that idea then. Probably, okay. okay. Now you're making me realize that I should shut up. <laughs> no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I really have the clout or the leverage to say, well, this is what I think we should be doing. Would they be yeah. opposed to when you're about to walk out and you're like, oh, man, my leg like really hurts. Can I lean on you, Kelly? I don't. They probably wouldn't. Because I, I, I would help you. <laughs> I feel like they would help you. But if you can do it by yourself, and it's some some. See, that's the other thing. If you walk there by yourself with the other two guys, and you're obviously hobbling, 
if I'm if I'm a guy that doesn't know who Sean White and Kelly Slater are, I d- I don't know that you're actually really that hurt. If you come in and you're like that, I'm like, okay, Tony Hawk is <laughs> fucked up. Why are they making him do this? And, you, and then it's I, like I, I did, you didn't I, hear and he uh, broke yeah, his leg. I, I ordered a cane. Let's put it that way. Okay, you're That's gonna my do backup. So you you really want to just have no cane as well? That's your. That's you'd rather have that. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the ultimate goal going forward in my life. Yes. So right. um, I just figured this this sort of gives me a this gives me a, a specific date to work oh, towards. Oh, okay. That. Targets. And I know it's. I, I mean, it, it would be at that point less than three weeks out. But how does your I wife feel, feel about you with your? I'm gonna. I she, have a goal she's, of she's walking. She's very much like let's let's <laughs> let's tamper your expectations. Because let's, let's let's temper that like because she she says when she sees me like she'll catch me out of the corner of her eye. Like, what are you doing? Just seeing how many steps I can take. What? Yeah. what? She's like you can't you can't go with only the expectation this is gonna work. What? Like the, she, you know she can't go like you can't. It was more like you can't be disappointed if this isn't how it plays out. Yeah. She, she said you she said that to me because right. she's because she sees me like I'm I only have eyes on the prize. I yeah. don't see failure here. Yeah, yeah. no, right. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Well, huh. you know, I mean she's probably not watching it, but yeah. <laughs> we, That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna do yes. it. How yeah. far you wanna take it? It completely up to you, but 100 percent back, hundred percent fact. We are, we are you don't know who you're dealing with, man. <laughs> we, are, we are bold in our approach for sure. I just love that you've got you can't stop, you can't skateboard right now. You've got skate. <laughs> so I have my own challenges. You yeah. see, it's, yes. I, I'm, it it's absolutely. so apparent yes. that you're making. No, I'm. I'm goals. doing. So they gave me this set of workout, and I basically doubled the amount of workouts and doubled the amount of reps and stuff in those workouts every day. So that's what I'm doing twice a day and doing the stuff where I'm exhausted afterwards. But you know, I, you're going to be way fitter than you were before you hurt yourself. <clears throat> I don't know. No, can I? I lost a lot of weight in the hospital. In the hospital, you were there for two days. I mean, just the, the that that whole timeline of being in the being in the hospital. I was there for, for two nights, um, and then being home and just not being able to even like get around and stuff. So, yeah. you lost um, weight. Yeah, even with a metal. Oh wait, it's titanium, huh? Yeah, I thought about that because it's gonna be light. Yeah, I uh, thought about that. So I was like, sick. Maybe it's. A, I'm just gonna always be a couple more pounds heavier because I got this metal. No, no, you'd be lighter. No. Feels weird. There's, there's things that sort of pop when I move. Yeah, it's, it's adjusting. New, yeah, it's adjusting. It's a new. It's a whole new sensation. But I do believe because <laughs> I had a knee replacement six months. Well, no, probably ten months now. But I, you know, I mean, I went through a, a crazy surgery, and I had uh, the same. I think Karen. I think her name was, but awesome physician to help me get back on my feet. Mm-hmm. So she made me do she, she trained with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. So when LeBron gets hurt, she's helped him. So she's the highest level and she would come to my house. Very expensive person but completely worth it. She would come to my house and make me do all these lifting weight things, all these leg knee moving things. So then obviously to match it I would do the same other leg to make sure cuz at one point my bad leg just got stronger than my Original right. good leg right, yeah. <laughs> because I'd put so much work into it. But from her training, I got fitter. I believe yeah. that I my I made my legs actually stronger than they'd been in years. And that's why I think when I came back after the knee surgery, it 
I I was a little more stable than I planned mm. that I that I thought I would be because before when I hurt my knee, I felt so wobbly on here and extra dangerous. And when I came back, I was still very dangerous. But I was I remember that thinking, would be a nice byproduct of this. I really to have believe more it. stable legs because you're not a I don't you know you're not a, you don't do no cross trade you don't do any of that stuff. And now you're. You don't be- see me. You don't see all the stuff. Oh, okay, dude. Let's, I don't do that. I'm like, how long? I'll let you do I the live for a few people. Comments of like, see what you get for not doing all the training. And oh, the, what? Like, Someone oh, said. Oh, okay. But you know what I mean. Like, like it, it was. Not maybe, somebody. Maybe you should consider warming up, stretching. Well, shut <laughs> up, stretching, you idiots. He does stretch, all right? He does a Tony Hawk stretch where he goes to the street course and he warms his shit up. And I know that you might not get it. But I watch him, and it is he's using his body and in a light way in the street Thank course. You. He does the same things over and over again because yes. he's assessing how his body works when he's doing it's those true. things. So his body heats up. Then he comes over to the vert ramp, and then he does the same thing on the vert ramp where he does basic, knows he can do it shit, and assesses his body while he's doing it. To me, out of most of us, it seems like the winning game plan. Like, I, you want to watch me I fucking mean, it's, stretch? It's, it's worked for me for decades. So, I'm, you know, it's like… Excellently. If it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But and, if you saying that just now, like, you have no idea how much… How it gave me… Got me so fired up that I want to skate. Like, you just talking about my warm-up run right now. I was like, I was there. I'm doing lean-to-tail slides. And I'm doing board slides faking. I'm yeah. like, oh, yes, I want to do that. I'll just take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. The passion, dude. So, I love but I watching. Haven't, I haven't let myself go down that road. What road? J- just of, of fantasizing, of, of you know, going through the motions of skating or thinking about really how, when I'm going to be able to skate. Oh, okay. But you saying that was just like, oh yeah, that. I want to go do that. Just warm up. Wow. Now, you're, now it's like when I cut weight and someone eats a cheeseburger in front of me. Now you're making it, you're making it <laughs> yeah. sound like that. Where I'm like, oh yeah. man, how's that burger? It's good. <laughs> Um, oh, I had another thing though uh, for for the Academy Awards. You'll like this a lot. So right after I got that request, it's yes, obviously. Yeah. Yes, I would love to do that. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Um, the next day, or no, two days later, I'm literally thinking about what what would I wear? The last time I went, to, I, I got to go to the Academy Awards because the Skater Stand documentary was nominated and yeah. it won uh, oh, two years ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why Sick. Uh, I got a cool story about that too. But so I went because I was helping to sort of promote it and executive produce it. And it's called uh, How to Skate If… Wait, what is it? How to, how to Skate When You're a Girl Living in a War Zone. I think it's, it's mm-hmm. awesome. It's about girl skaters and when Skatistan was running in Kabul. Um, and they won, but I wore, I wore my wedding suit. Wait, you don't have… I don't really have like much formal… Like the last formal thing I bought was 20 years ago for some MTV thing. You I don't, don't like know, wearing like, fancy suits? I don't have… I don't really go to anything like that anymore. Just get one and go to dinner with it. You love dinner. Get a sick ass suit. Get five fucking sick suits. <laughs> so anyway… Do you want to go sh- and get no, suits? Will you listen to me? <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Let's go suit shopping. You and me. I'm annoying you. No, no, because I, awesome. that was, so that's what I wore. That's yeah. that's my night. That's what I consider more like kind of cutting edge. It's all black. It's you know, only one. It's cool. I have one. Okay. I have one tie that is tied, and I loosen it, take it off, and I put it back. And I. <laughs> that's true. What? Can't you? 
mix it up. What what is your what is your beef with getting two suits, five suits? I just didn't have an excuse to wear one. So I had so what I'm telling you is two years ago I went to the Oscars, I wore that. And then I realized the other day, oh, what am I gonna wear? I and I have that one thing. And it's two and, years old. You can't wear and that Kathy now. Kathy went and bought herself a, a, a dress um while she was out and about. Yeah. She never goes shopping. So for her to go buy a dress was like a big thing. Okay. She bought it. I'm not even kidding. Half an hour later, I got an email from uh, Gucci. And it was like, hey, we'd like to dress you for the Academy Awards. I'm going to break your other leg. You son of a bitch. Okay, no wonder you wanted me to shut up. Because yeah, I don't need… You don't need to go shopping with me. Oh my God, Gucci emailed me. Gucci emailed yeah, me. Yeah, I knew you'd like that. If there's one person that I could flex oh on that, it would be you. God. You know, I I have Gucci suits. I, oh, of course. I bought them. I bought, a, and my wife knows this. We, I bought a Gucci suit for my wedding that she was like, if you get this color, you can wear it not at your wedding. Because she was like, that shit's too expensive for you to wear one time. And I'm like, I agree. <laughs> and now I wear it. I, I, like, wa- I like how she validated it more like, that's too expensive to wear one time. So you should probably get it and wear it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, she was like, make it like so it's not. Well, we yeah. we're not very traditional, traditional, <laughs> right. so we didn't have to worry about. It. I didn't look, I didn't really look like a groom anyway. But well, Kathy's wedding dress was Gucci, so we get, went up to like the VIP Gucci uh, shop. Yeah, and they were like, Mister Hawk, you're here. Like, let me show you around the suit. Yeah, we, it's it's its we, own building. It's its own place. It it feels like a f- super nice big dressing room, and then they just had all the stuff hanging like. What do you think of this, this, this? And I was like, yeah. How many suits? Uh, they they gave me three options. They had like five dresses for Kathy. And the one she got, like, she definitely is is outshining me in yeah. this instance. Yeah, they do better for girls. It's Absolutely. hard to outshine a girl with Gucci. Yeah, but I did pick a kind of like cutting edge tuck, so… You'll like tu- it. Is it got like is it was it got like logos? It's got like the B no, on it. No, but it's, it's two tone. It's it's pretty sick. <gasps> You'll like it. Did they have shoes and shit? They give you a whole thing? They they gave me shoes, but I told them I'll probably just wear skate shoes because I gotta keep it real with the veil. I respect. I get that. Right. That, it's for you, yeah. I have actually see the I'll show you these nails. Are those, don't do it, don't do it. I'll get it. The f- no, but these so Oh, yeah. They're like leather, right? Oh, those like are cool vans. Yeah. So. The last time I wore these was coming here to skate. I took these off to put my high tops on, and then I broke my leg. So those well, are your lucky shoes. <laughs> that was the last time I wore them, was while my leg was still in one piece. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis here for Hulk versus Wolf, talking about DoorDash. Um, I use it. Birdman uses it. To me, it's like, um, it's kind of the way it goes these days. If you're a busy person who's always on the go, and to me, I want to eat right as well. So, you know, if I'm driving and I'm going to San Diego or I'm going wherever it is and I get there and they're like, nah, mate, you know, you get meat and cheese and that's all you get i don't want to sometimes i really don't want to have meat or cheese like it's like the last thing i want to have and in my older days i would just bite the bullet and eat the meat and cheese and now i don't you know i just go even when i go on the road now doing stand-up comedy i just use doordash they just bring it to my hotel room it's just way more convenient 
you get better food, better selections. Um, you know, if you leave a toothbrush or something, you can get, they'll bring that, you know, that's pretty handy. So if you want to get that app and get the discount, then listen up y'all. Uh, <clears throat> cause our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. When you download the DoorDash app, very simple, uh, or download the DoorDash app and enter the code wolf. That's wolf for that's 25% off. Up to $10 value, zero delivery fees on your first order. Uh, when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code WOLF. Don't forget, um, that's code WOLF for 25% off uh, your first order at DoorDash. Subject, subject, change items apply. Oh, mate, Alice, mate, Hawk versus Wolf, mate. Squarespace, do you have an idea for a website or a domain? Domain name. Wow. Sorry. I'm very tired today. But I know I love Squarespace, okay? They sponsored the podcast. So it's very simple, everybody. If you are thinking about doing that, you got an idea. Uh, maybe you've got an idea and you still don't really want to, you know, you don't have the merch or you don't have all everything ready to to open up shop, so to speak but you want to have that name. You don't want someone else to get that name. You know, a long time ago, I used to say your mom's house a lot. Should have domained that. Anyway, uh, we've got a deal for you over here at Hawk versus Wolf. Go check out squarespace.com slash hawkwolf for a free trial, everybody. It's free when, you, uh, when you're ready to launch. Use our offer code hawkwolf to save 10% on your first purchase of website, website, wow, how I cannot speak English today, website and domain. Thank you. What have you been, I mean, I know I saw you on Instagram going to New York and standing on stage, and at one point I... I, 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 went, I, to, I went to South by Southwest in Austin. Oh, you didn't go to New York as well? No. Uh-uh. Okay, sorry. So That just, was hard. That was really hard. Right, because you, you walked so on the stage. Day I, the day I got out of the hospital... Was we did a, a podcast. We did a podcast. Two days later, I flew to Austin for the screening of um, Until the Wheels Fall Off. Right, because I remember talking to you when I left and, the podcast and you had to check with yeah, your doctor whether was, it would be okay to be in a, a plane. That was a rough weekend. That was rough. Because your leg would have swollen up a little bit on the flight, right? It felt like it did, but I was very much on top of it. And, Icing the shit out of it? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So then you go to but, the But awards. I just, I didn't have the mobility I have now. I had to have, be on two crutches the whole yeah. time. And we're trying to get around South by Southwest, which is already just a shit show in terms of crowd and space. Any and wheelchairs in the house? No, I didn't. I, I'm not going to do wheelchair, but um, but they uh, we had to drive to each press outlet. Thing. Yeah. And so sitting in a car, how's that? Getting in and out of an SUV was that was the hardest part. Right. I was we were always late to interviews because you and couldn't so, get out of the car like a normal person. Yeah, it was funny because. Somehow I was on almost the exact same schedule as Nicolas Cage. And so every time we go to an interview, I was either right ahead of him or right behind him. And then end up at the end of the day that I was behind him because I was just always trying to get in and out of the car. Yeah. But it was funny because we're trailing Nicolas Cage all day. Did you talk to him? Yeah. What did he, did he say? Like, uh, how's it going? How's your leg and shit? Yeah, he didn't really acknowledge that. But huh. he, did, he did say hi and we had a brief discussion and told him how I dressed up as him. From uh from Wild at Heart, yeah, Halloween yeah. one year, and 
Kathy was little. I was like, I, I didn't tell him. I just said, I just, I want to show you this photo of, of us uh, Halloween 10 years ago. And I showed him and he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, that's Sailor and Lula. Like we didn't know. <laughs> How did he seem? Pretty. He was super cool. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's an enigma. He's, you know, he's, he's like out there, but he's funny, but he's connected, but he's, he's. He's crazy as he's well. Great. I yeah. love him. I love him. But he was together. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I always wonder when I see the crazy footage and I'm like, holy shit, he's out of his mind. And then I'm like, well, he can't be out of his mind on set because then he wouldn't right. get another set to be yeah. on. Yeah. So there must be, sometimes he cuts loose and it's really loose. Yeah. I think, I think Kathy's favorite movie is Vampire's Kiss. So, who? Vampire's Kiss. I never saw that. That's, that's his movie. He's, he's in rare form. Oh, that's weird. Right. Let me verify that. Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> that's okay. So, what uh, my question was: What do you do most of the time? Like, are you couch? Like, do you, are you on the couch um, a lot? And how are you dealing with that if that's a thing? Uh the the first. So when I got back from Austin, I was yeah, I was mostly on the couch um, doing my exercises twice a day, and yeah. then uh, I started getting more mobile. I I went to one crutch, and then. Life just happened. Like the boys were home for spring break from college. Uh, my daughter still needs to get to and from school and to stuff that she's doing. Are you driving her? So now I'm driving, yeah. Super dad. Can't um, stop himself. But, uh, I, I, and it's not not because like, like Kathy would absolutely do those things, but I also need my sense of independence and freedom and, yeah. and, and sort of to push through this so that I could feel functional. Because mm -hmm. at one point, like I couldn't, I couldn't make my own food. I couldn't. I, we have this this ice thing that Elliot let me borrow. That like runs oh, yeah. the ice through. Yeah, your, we all. Yep. You know what that thing is? Oh yeah. What is it called? I don't know, but it's an ice. It's a. It ha, you put an ice pack on you that has a tube attached to a cooler that brings ice water and it keeps it rotating, so it always stays keeps it rotating. Yeah. Cool. So I've been doing that two or three times a day, but yeah. but to fill it with ice is is a whole thing. Yep. When you can't walk. Yeah. Yep. I remember because. I, too, could not walk. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes usually and when so you have to put that, one of those things to on me, you. That's like the biggest favor that I could ask right now of my wife. I like, can you fill the ice thing? Because it's heavy and she's bringing it. Yeah. <laughs> I can now, as of today, fill the ice thing. Oh, you're so, so you don't need anybody now. Freedom! <laughs> you can do whatever you want with your life. <laughs> Off you go. Oh, man. Um, But, yeah, things are coming up. So, um. The, the, the ultimate goal for me right now, and I know this timeline is tight, and I know a lot of people are just like, why? Why? Um, we have this big event coming up in Vegas, the Weekend Jam. Yeah. Booked it months ago. Um, it starts on my birthday. It's a three-day three -day weekend of bands and skating and art. Uh, and the first night is going to be Legends Demo. Yeah. So like we did in Salt Lake City, Verlert. I'm announcing it. Right. And then we have Devo, Modest Mouse, and Descendants headlining each night Holy with a bunch shit. of other bands, you know, Axe, yeah. Vandals, uh, Rough Francis, Downhill Jam, Riley's band's going to play, Warish. Yeah. It was so hard to coordinate this weekend that when I got hurt, some of the people behind the scenes reached out to me and said, oh, we, we're going to have to postpone. And I was like, if we postpone this, we're not going to get that lineup. It's not going to happen. But. I mean, I, I have enough experience with events and things to know that this is like, we got lightning in a bottle. We have magic for this weekend. Mm -hmm. And 
I'm going to have to kick my recovery into high gear to be able to skate there. So that's the goal right now, May 12th. Don't look so surprised. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to like be on my side. Like, well, hang on. oh yeah, that's totally doable. Hey, shut up. Let me, <laughs> let me explain. I don't know the months of the year. <laughs> okay. We have, I have all of April. Wait, one month? Oh, sorry, man. sorry. I mean, <laughs> wait. I'm sorry. I can't do this. I can't do that. You're you saying you're going to skate in a month? Uh, it would be it would be nine and a half weeks from my injury. Is it the doc? Okay, so doc, I, can I, you, I you can do that. This. I know, and and that's what that's what I didn't want. Like, well, I'm it, allowed to. I no, I know, I know that, but I know that. I know that people think like there's this like I'm too cavalier. I'm irresponsible. Whatever. I, didn't I do think feel that. I do feel an obligation to this in a, in a in a way that. Is is not because of finances. It's not because of you know what I mean. It's yeah. not. It's not because of business. It's because I set this thing up. Yeah. I'm so thankful that it came together the way it did, and I want to see it through. And if that means I'm going to have to push through some uncomfortable phase of my recovery to get there and skate for 40 minutes, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to go there and be flailing everywhere and busting 540s and stuff like that. Like I'm going to go. You know, I I hope that I'm gonna get to this baseline of my skating that is good enough to perform with a bunch of other legends, and so that's where I'm at right now. And uh, and it it has given me incentive to really work at it. Yeah, but um, but that's where I'm at. And yeah, it, you know, and it's, did, it's a lot did, to did, it's a lot to expect. It's a lot to consider, but I'm I'm in it. I'm going. What did the doctor say? Your doctor. The doctor is is very much that. Look, we've strengthened your leg more than it's ever been strengthened. Yeah. We reinforced where you broke your pelvis, so your leg is not going to subsequently break your pelvis yeah. because it's too strong. Yeah. And so, as long as you can withstand the pain and you have muscles, go. Okay. And your ligaments are all in shape. They didn't blow out. Turns out you're good. I mean, so far so good. He. I'm getting my stables out today. Okay. I'm just under, I thought, and this is because I'm old school and I've been out of really hurt people game for a long time now. In skateboarding, everybody knew about broken femurs. It's usually six months. But that was 10 years ago when the last time I had a conversation about breaking a femur and skateboarding again. Sure, and I realized- Things have changed? Well, they've changed in the scope that, yeah, it's probably less invasive of the surgery and, and the, but also the the idea that, I think that that there's a mindset now that's like get it back in action, get the blood circulating yeah. as quickly as possible. For sure, within nine weeks, I'm sure the bone is not completely healed. Like I will have to take care. Yeah, and I know that within six months, maybe I will be back to what I was. But but there's somewhere in between there that I feel like I could function. Yeah, if you were to do that, and I don't want to get in trouble with anybody, but that would be. It's not if. Well, it would be one of the most. I'm sorry. I would be so inspired. I might even start crying because that's <laughs> oh, the hardest. You're the hardest. Excuse my French, everybody. I'm from Australia. No, you know what? I won't do it. It's a talk show. In Australia, we would call you a hard C bomb <laughs> because that's as hard as you can get. And I know that it's not always about being hard. Sometimes it's better to be smart and not just be a tough guy. But if you can do it, and I believe do it in a way where. It's not irresponsible. Like your body is responding and you can get your your ass 
back to the top of the ramp without really uncomfortable pain at your age, and yes, I will put that on the top of it as well. Sure. It is fucking... I don't want to make you be like, whoa, yeah, but I know you don't answer no, to me, but, but I will I, be so well, inspired, and so should the rest of the world, because... But this event, that's the other thing. This event doesn't hinge on me skating. Like, it's going to be skating all weekend. We're doing a vert alert yeah. event. All the best uh, modern vert skaters will be there. Yep. It'll be crazy action all through the week, all through the weekend. And the bands are ridiculous. So my skating is just sort of a bonus that was going to be on the first night. That will be on the first night. All right. And so I feel like whatever I can do is more like, is more gravy to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to make it my mission to get there and do it. So that's that's it's, where I'm at. It's it's diamond gravy because that's like, look at all the amazing athletes in skateboarding today. And then this guy went through such a heavy slam and he is on the ramp and that is impossible. It's impossible. And if you do it. I'll say it's you, impossible. What? I, people do Ali impossibles all the time. It's cold and Ali I do. Impossible. You know what though? I, I'm lucky that I, not lucky, but I, I am thankful that I went through my pelvis. Uh, it was almost, it was 19 years ago. Um, because that recovery was so slow compared to this. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm So I'm kind of thankful to have been through that and know that this is accelerated and yeah. that, that I do have, you know, I, I, if for whatever reason, wherever it broke and I got kind of lucky that it, it seems like that, put it back together and off you go. Cause it seems so fast. So, yeah. Like spiral fractures or ankle stuff. That's all way more complicated <sighs> and way more, yeah, yeah. you know, mine was just like wishbone. Bye. And okay. they just, they put it back like right that. in I mean, and it's completely set. Yeah. Supposedly we'll see. I mean, you'll know, you know? Like, you're not going to yeah. go on the ramp until you can move quickly. No. Right? I can't. It's not like I could take a painkiller and push through. Right. I've done, <laughs> I've done a, a contest where I was about to turn pro in America. I think it was my first contest that I was going to be in, and I blew my uh, ACL out the night before the contest, and Barry Zaritsky iced it, and I was under the ramp, and I was like, people are like, going to skate? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to skate. Like, I don't care. i got to make it. And then, you know, he did all this ice and we bandaged it and I got on the ramp and as soon as I tried to pump it, it tore again right. and I dropped off the ramp and was like, that's it. I can't, that would be impossible. I could not just be like, Argh! yeah, there's like, definitely there's a certain amount of pain where you just right. get off. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a threshold of, of not a threshold, but, but there's a, there's an obvious uh, separation of you can do this because you push through the pain or you can't do this because it's physically impossible right. because your body is no longer together. Yeah, to be in a demo where you're screaming in agony going across <laughs> the flat would be almost like an insane person. It wouldn't be worth that much pain. But if you're like, it's a little sore when I in the imp, when yeah. the in the pressure zone, that's fine. Or by yeah, me. or maybe maybe I'm not going to be able to drop that invert back like I want to. But right, but you'll still be able to do an sure. invert, which yeah. is. Fucking crazy. Well, I I <laughs> if you do goal. that, I will fucking, I will freak the fuck out so hard from being there excited. to seeing that and then being in this demo and. But it, and, and, and the thing is, and and I know the timeline's tight, and I know that I I sound like I'm maybe careless and whatever. The weird thing about my schedule this year is that I have all kinds of stuff booked all summer. None of it is skating. Oh, that worked. 
just well, appearances. Worked, except that I wish it were reversed that it wasn't until summer that I was going to be skating. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Because the only thing that is scheduled is coming up very quickly. Right. Of, of very quickly. And it's the first summer that that's, been, that's ever happened. And, and you're basing it off the one in Utah that was so successful. Something happened in Utah where I was like, okay, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I mean, all the best street dudes in the world are very excited about these guys doing this Legends demo. Way more excited than the younger guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. everyone was so yeah. pumped on you guys. And it wasn't fake. It was, like, legit. Like, Kareem Campbell was like, Duh, the thing with yeah. And I'm like, Really? You are really excited about that? Because I remember 15 years ago, you wouldn't even look at this ramp. That's so great. But he was like, dude, like a toy still yeah. ramping. Dude, Christian, can't even believe it. I'm like, he's not I remember, joking. I remember seeing Sandra went up and you could tell he was going to do a Narjar. Yeah. He's at 540. And as he started to come back around, I heard, I want to say it was Ishad or Zion was like, he's going to tail. And he hit the tail and Ishad just got up and ran away. <laughs> like it was too much. It was too much to take. It is too much. <laughs> Sandro Diaz did probably the greatest run I've ever seen him do, and he's as old as I am. Good RX, man. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis representing Hulk versus Wolf. Do you, from time to time, get prescriptions? Do you pick them up? What about if you're one of those people like me that you get prescriptions all the time for the rest of your life? I have a heart condition. So I have to take a heart pill, two heart pills now. Woohoo! Celebrate your potential death on Hulk versus Wolf. Um, <laughs> that was really catchy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but anyway, if you get prescription pills and you want and, and you want to get them cheaper, I never really thought you could do that. I just thought you get your pills. The government sends them. The doctor, you know, you get them, and that's it. There's no discount. Well, you'd be mad not to check this out and use our promo code because people that use GoodRx save around 79%. That's ridiculous. So listen to me. Go to GoodRx.com slash wolf. That's GoodRx.com slash wolf. GoodRx.com slash wolf. GoodRx is not insurance, but it can be used instead of insurance in 2021. Get this, everybody. GoodRx users saved an average of 79%. On their retail prescription prices. Hey, everybody. Jason Ellis for Hawk uh, versus Wolf. You know that podcast you're listening to right now? Uh, thanks to uh, our show being popular, we got a sponsor that I really liked that I didn't know that I would like. And then when I thought about it, when I got it, this is Nibia I'm talking about where they have different shower heads. You are in the shower a lot, unless you're like a really stinky person or you bath a lot. You use it a lot. It's kind of like a mattress. You know, like you're in it a lot. Why not go the extra mile and make it a good one? So I'm one of those people that just didn't think of that. And I just hang out under my shower head. I don't know. I don't care as long as I'm getting water on it. But every now and then you might go to like a rich person's house. I do. And then you get a shower and you go, whoa, this guy's shower kills. I'm, I'm doing it all wrong. And then... Uh, Nibia said, I was a shower head. And I was like, man, I've been doing it all wrong. My shower head is just a basic shower head that brings water down, but it brings it down. It sucks. Now, if you were to take it off and then put my old one back on, I would be pissed. This thing is 
freaking awesome. They got a new one, the Moam Quattro. You know what? You should name it the Moam Quattro because it's very elegant. It's very white. It's got a big head on it and it shoots out water. And then you got the dial thing and it does adjustment of all different kinds of cool techniques to squirt water on you. Man, my face is buffy. Uh, it starts at $119 exclusively on Nebia.com and Nebia gives us a special discount just for our community. Go to Nebia.com slash wolf and use the code wolf and check out, check out and get 10% off your Nebia products. Nebia rarely does deals like this. So this is a great deal, uh, to jump on again, go to Nebia.com slash wolf. That's N E B. IA.com slash wolf. Go check it out. Uh, they have an offer and you can save 10% with the code wolf. Uh, he is amazing. So awesome. Amazing skateboarder. I think, I think he's going to be there. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, that event, that event will be a smaller crowd because it's, it's ticketed, um, but it's going to be super good. And we are, whatever, I didn't make, the, I was trying to make some pitch or marketing thing, but there, there are going to be day passes available because right now it's by the whole weekend or the whole weekend package okay. hotel and stuff so anyway all that stuff's happening what do you think do you think it would be out of line and you can be totally honest with me um if there was a way that i could sneak in a couple of 540 attempts in this demo because i feel like uh i don't sure. i want to be a good announcer um but i don't know i just feel like yeah. If I'm going to do one more and it, instead of being in here where it's like three people, if it's a bunch of people like, <laughs> yeah. you got this, I feel like that that might help me fucking. Stick well, maybe, it. maybe if, if my leg gets tired halfway through the demo, you hand me the mic. How's that? We got that? There you go. Fuck yeah. But that one two punch, baby. You go, look at this. I am subhuman. And then I go, I need to find funny. And it's like, hey, old people. No, but, uh, but also it's a lot of pressure because. Now, you know, you and I are trading off. Yeah. Which would help me. Okay. Well, there you go. Because I'd be like, there's no way out that's now. That's it. You have that's, to. That's the plan then. Look what he just fucking did. <laughs> no one can do that. You're just going to do some turd 540. You better make it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wow, dude. You just made me look at you differently. I'm like, what are you doing? I feel like I feel like it's something I should have tried to keep under wraps. But at the same time, it this this train is moving. This timeline's happening. This This event is set so what can i do except Look, tell you what i'm trying to accomplish here i know some people say the you know it's best to keep that under wraps because if you don't succeed then everybody knows yeah, but, but to but me it's like it's so fresh you, that i think that people just assume well you can't make it you can't i well, don't think that no but i but i do feel like on the outside because all that stuff you know we, you know how a month or two happens in the public eye at all it's it's in a blink yeah so if people are seeing this event they're like he just broke his leg it's not gonna that's not gonna happen if someone told me that you're going to do the demo, I'd go, no, he's not. And then when you tell me that you're going to do the demo, I believe you're going to do the demo. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. I, I swear, I would. Like if Seth or somebody was like, yeah, so Tony's still going to be in the demo, I'd be like, what are you, fucking insane? No, he's not. But you tell me. I'm like, no. yeah, probably. Just like you said, not at the level you were, but like to skate and be at the top of the lip that recent, I believe you could do that. Oh, thank you. All right, I'm still going to freak the fuck out when you do it, but <laughs> that's just so incredible to me, man. You're such a warlord. Uh, I don't... I, 
I mean that in the nicest <clears> way possible. I know it's not that. Cool. And and yet yet you know people. I guess it's just more that I'm. Yes, I'm passionate, but it's also it's my it's my calling. Like I, that's what I want to do. That's what I've wanted to do with my life. So, at the very least, respect that and understand that I. I, I'm operating on a level where I at least know my body and what I'm capable of. And I'm not, I don't throw caution to the wind. I don't just go because I'm crazy. I know. Because I feel I like, I feel, I, I'm just, I'm more worried that when, you know, when people see this documentary and things, they they probably think I'm a bit careless because there's so many heavy moments in it of me getting hurt. But those are all cherry picked. And yeah, I do get hurt, sure. But you know what I mean? That's a cherry pick for for that narrative. Right. So I know I, I know I know some people are gonna say, and this kind of pisses me off when people go, Well, you would agree because you're crazy. And uh, and I think look, I know I've made some weird decisions in my life that don't seem like they're the smartest, but I've got my head screwed. I'm not a fucking maniac. Like I don't I, like, am I in prison? Have I ever been to prison? No. You know why? Because I'm not a fucking maniac. Yeah. Like, I know what I'm doing. No, as, as Ronnie says, a bit deranged. Yeah. There's a strong argument for that. Yeah. But to me, it's- He's the, talking about us. He's talking about all of us. Fair, yes, yeah. I agree. But the passion, to, not, to understand the passion is to have it. If you've never had a passion where you live for something so much, you care about something so much, it's a, to me, it's the easiest way to do it. If you've never had a passion in a career or something, have you had a baby? Is that you're not your baby? And is it everything that you only answer to the baby? You care about the baby? Skateboarding is my baby. <laughs> the radio show is my baby. And that's, you know what I mean? Comedy is my baby. If you fuck with it. Wait, which radio show? This. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the right answer. This is your favorite baby. Yeah. <laughs> my daughter does that all the time. Who's your favorite though? And I'm like, you're both. But seriously, though, oh, who's your favorite? My mom used to be like, how's my... One of my favorite people. I was can't like, just do say it. it. Just say it, mom. Say my favorite. Say it. Yeah. No. Yeah, I can't do it. it. I've said it once for a joke, and then she immediately ran into the other room and told Tiger. <laughs> Good. Dad just told me he's my, I'm my favorite. I'm like, no, I didn't. Because that's not cool. Dude, my son sent me a video while I was doing comedy in Louisville, Kentucky, of him at the Vans skate park, because he skates it all the time, every day. Wow. Ollie in the hip. Front no side way. Ollie over the hip. And I'm like, Sick. dude. Amazing. He's like, I'm so in there, I'm so pumped. In yeah. that flow ball or in the street course? Coming out of the flow ball into the street course. So he, Ollie's up over a hip. But he sent me a photo of it and a video of it. And the photo is just like, dude, you're in a front side Ollie and it's a sick front side Ollie. <laughs> and your dad is like so pumped on you. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yep. just come on, Ellis. Dude, watch how you start alley-ooping those. I'm d- like, I can over. already tell. This is one of those things where I go, okay, you're really skateboarding now? Yeah. Before I was like, yeah, man, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. keep going. Yeah. You're going to yeah. be somewhere. And then to see that and to know that it's just, it's him by himself. He's not yeah. like he's, he's like, I'm out here every yeah. day loving it. He's got the bug. He's in. I think if I practiced a lot in a couple of years, I could probably be pro. And I was like, you could definitely be pro. Are you serious? It's in your blood. That's like, that's like Lincoln. I remember Lincoln a few years ago, like four or five years ago. We'd love to Lincoln. Like he'd come here and skate and he'd only skate for a little bit. He's like, dude, I've been at the, I've been at the other skate parks all day with my sit, my son. That's all he does. 
And I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. Like, we were all good for the last three hours. Like, I'm tired. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> and now, his son is seriously one of the best skateboarders in the world. Have you seen him? Not recently. Rafa? Dude. I mean, I saw him do backsides and fronts like kickflips on a vert ramp, and I was like, okay, that oh, that's going to be that's something. Just like, you know, that was six months oh, ago. Go try the, the go skate vert a little bit. <laughs> Dude, he's, you, you know, when you see someone and all of a sudden something clicks where they just yeah. know all the techniques. Yep. That's what's happened. So and now he's a monster. Fat, he's a monster. Yeah. I mean, how every, old is every, he? I don't know. 16, 15, 16? Man. I really don't know. Man. Um. Anyway, Rafa Ueda. Dude rips. Uh, does that? How does it feel when you watch Riley skate at that level? Do you? Is there like a sense of pride still when you see? It's it? more wonder because he's so far beyond any skills that I developed, especially street skating. So yeah. it's just more like fascinating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, super proud. But but when I mean, I have told the story before, but I remember the moment when he was when he got to a point where he was obviously better than me. Yeah. <clears throat> but he still wanted to skate and, and kind of learn together or, or learn from me. Yeah. And he asked me, we used to have this, this little ledge on a, on a small pyramid here. And he asked me like, dad, how do you do um, uh, frontside kickflip to frontside tailside or kickflip to frontside tailside? And I was like, Riley, I am honored you asked me that. <laughs> I have no freaking idea. there's no way I could do that When trick. you figure it out, come tell me. because And I then no he idea. started trying it. And, and then did it. Does it. And that was the moment where I was like, go. You, you, yeah. You're fine. You don't need my help at all. Yeah. But what an awesome feeling, it's I awesome, bet. yeah. And then the, I think the, the same, like, well, a year later, he was skating this mini ramp here. We used to have a mini ramp here, too. And he did frontside blunt, front tail. And I was like, I've Dang. never seen that. Yeah. I want to learn that. Yeah. Can you teach me that one? <laughs> That's so cool, It's though. very cool. See, that, that would just even target. But it's also weird now because our relationship is… That of, I mean, we're still father and son, but but that of adults. And so, like, he texts, he's on a skate trip right now. He texts me. Um, he's 29. And he texts me and he's like, I go, how's, how's the trip going, you know? And he's like, oh, I sacked on this rail super hard for the second time. I think I'm done. And like, what a, what a heavy text it should be to get from your son that he's telling you that he just landed between his legs on a handrail for the second time. Yeah. And it's more like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to skate anymore, but… Skate anymore at all? Skate anymore at the, on this trip. Oh, okay. Right. But it was just sort of just a casual fact of his… You know what I mean? It was just more of a of trivia. Oh, I did this and this and then I got wrecked. And I was like, oh, you okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm you done. know, right? It's the game. I know, but it's, it's you know, when your son is your age or they're 10 or 11, that's the end of the world. Like you've got to you've got to see him through that and yeah yeah oh and, right you know what I mean it's a heavy heavy thing so it's just weird when you you get to a stage where it's like you have an adult son it's just more like oh yeah I got wrecked right and it happens and I'll <laughs> yeah, be back because yeah. you know more than anybody that that is a thing that happens to us where it's just like yeah, yeah. I got completely blown out of the water yeah. and uh, you know I got I got to wait I got must, some yeah time. It's, it's just weird for especially for my kids too it's, it's their parent. So for when I'm hurt, you know, they're just like, oh. I did bring that up to Tiger because he was like, is Tony okay? And I was like, yeah, he's okay. And uh, it made me just think about me skating because I'm almost as old as you. And I was like, if I do that, like, you want me to stop? He's like, 
I would want you to slow down for a little bit, make yeah. sure you're okay, but I don't want you to stop. You love it. And I was like, Yeah, that's how my that's how my daughter is for sure. Yeah. That's the other kids are just like, like it's more of a it's a it's a nuisance for me. Yeah. But they're not worried about you. Not not really. I mean, but they well, nothing that they tell me <laughs> directly. I think it's a weird thing that you got a documentary where there's some opinions about this documentary. Amazing documentary, by the way, but it's a, there's a big part of it where people are questioning so weird. his it's just not weird, but it's just it's just like it's a weird time it's, for this it's slam just to darkly happen. ironic timing. Yeah. Right. That this happened when this thing's about to be released. And and I'm I'm on the recovery trail as we as we ramp into this release. So Agreed. literally the, the doc will be released and I'll be in my month of trying to get back out there. Right. Agreed. <laughs> but so but but you know, if it happened a year ago or two years ago. I would just be skating. It would be in the documentary. What's that? Oh, the broken leg. Oh, God. It'd just be added to your war story. I know. I should, I should document this recovery because it's been, it's been kind of a roller coaster. I bet. But it's going really well. If you feel like… No, yeah. I've, I've, it's healing fast. All I, like, all I have to is compare it to is my pelvis. And two weeks after my pelvis, I was in bed. Right. I was not moving. Right. Do you think that the concussion didn't help? Do you think that that like kind of made you feel a little not all there as well? Or do you think you felt normal after that? Because that slam, I never saw it until I watched that documentary. I didn't know that that's what it looked like. I knew that it was Oh, gonna... you're talking about my pelvis? Yeah. Um, that's the first the, time I the, ever saw that. You know that, right? The pain in my pelvis woke me up. Because you know when you're, when you're in, unconscious but you're still talking and you're moving, but you all that stuff you're not going to remember and you keep asking the same questions. I woke up like I remember in my mind because of the shock of the pain of them moving me into the ambulance. All right. Because it shifted my, it shifted whatever cracked it, to a new place. Yeah. And I was like, what? And, and I remember saying, my hip hurts. <laughs> like that was the first words that I remember saying from right. that day. And I remember the paramedics like, oh, we'll x-ray that. But apparently, I probably had already been complaining about it on some level before that. Okay. But that one did something where it was like, oh, hello, hi. It brought you, it was like smelling salts. Yes, absolutely. It you was were, my you smell, were, yeah. You were back for a second. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I totally get it. Yeah. Like, same thing with me. I shattered my wrist and was, I was knocked out. I woke up with my wrist pulsating. Like I woke up and I'm like, where am I? And then I was like, oh, oh. Yeah, I'm in pain. Yeah, Wherever thing, I am, it's painful. <laughs> this thing was noticeably like off and up here. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my God. And I remember like I the, the medic's trying to take me to in the ambulance. And I was like, no, nah, I want to be in this contest because it was the best. It was my it was the only time I was gonna win a pro contest. I had a ride that was easily gonna win and I was like, but if I can just do that ride and then go to the hospital, because it meant so much to me to finally be in a spot where I could have won a contest. Yeah. And I just didn't, I, so, I wanted it so bad that I couldn't even compute that I should go to the hospital. So I duct taped it under the ramp. I screamed under the ramp and went, ah, until it made like enough of a cast. <laughs> yeah. And then 
still concussed and no one could get me off because no, I mean, I was like, don't fucking touch me. And people were like, okay, dude, I guess you're cool. Yeah. And I didn't realize when I dropped in, I don't, I don't have a hand anymore. So the winning contest ride that I had didn't exist. Like I couldn't do a tower grab 540. I didn't have a hand to hold it with, but I still dropped in and then the wrist crumbled like that on a lip slide. Oh. And as soon as I, because I did a backside 540, dude, with this thing taped yeah. and then went into a lip slide. And when I came in the lip slide, my hand went like that. Oh, no. Because my arm went over the top of me yeah, a little yeah, bit. So yeah, I, went, yeah, yeah. And I just went, Whoa! and just skidded across the flat. And I was like, ambulance, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> after that, after the oh, hospital. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was, this was going to be like the, the ultimate underdog story. No, not totally lost left. <laughs> I made I it in the street contest. I was so bummed. Some event in the Midwest, and I'm pretty sure it was Blaze blowing, um, but it might have been Buck Smith, and they broke their wrist uh, at a at that kind of angle, like yeah, it's broken for sure. Yeah. Right before the contest, duct taped it, made it through, and made it through. Yeah, and awesome. I remember, I remember looking like, "Is your wrist?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I think it's broken," and you could see it was. So they put. Got to skate. Yeah. <laughs> well, that one was, I actually, I didn't know until later on, but the, it spanned my wrist upside down and broke all the bones in my hand. So I had a shattered hand. Right. Yeah, and that's I, a different level. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember… I, yeah, I'm not I, dismissing what you went through. I skated with broken wrists before, but this was right. different. Right. Like, you know when your face is gray? <laughs> yeah. People are like, you should go. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> They're like, dude, you're gray. And I'm like, yeah, but it's 45 yeah. seconds. yeah. Wow. Which is why I understand. Like, you love it. You're so blessed to have a love like that. You know, like people that go through life where they're like, yeah, I can take it or leave it. I can't take it or leave it. I have to have it. Yeah. And that it's a part of your life in such a successful way. It's bliss. It's heaven on earth. Yeah. Yes. And 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 you're not fucking taking it from me. You know? And right. and, and you're a very rational person. If it was like… It's very apparent that if I go again, I'm just going to get even more hurt. But that's not the case at mm. all. And, mm. and I wish, I know the documentary is scary and stuff, but I wish that everybody would try to uh, be a little bit more appreciative of what you're doing. I, I don't think that you're crazy at all. I think that if you have that uh, goal… I don't, I'm not, I wasn't, and I'm not trying to scare people away. I mean, there, there are both sides of the argument there, for sure. And I, obviously, Rodney sums it up perfectly, but… Um, but but I and I did say this on our on our last show when I, when I got out of the hospital is that the the messages to me the messages of support to me are overwhelmingly like can't wait to see you back out there right. and I really thought that the severity of this my age the the narrative that of of like the doc would be more like all right maybe that's your that's your sign maybe maybe you should take a break and and. And even when I broke my pelvis, I mean, I was almost 40 then. The the definitely the messaging was just like, dude, too old. Do you think and it, it's crazy now how how I think it's because of because I've managed to push through those years and come to a place where I do skate regularly and, and there's more maybe belief or trust in in doing this at, yeah. at our age. I mean, there's more of us doing it now than there ever. are more of us. Yeah, but 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 like I said, it's just been it's been and and the 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 outpouring of of support has been overwhelming. Like I appreciate all the kind words and and all the support and and healing vibes and everything. And but but definitely the 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 
overwhelming message is stoked to see you back out there. Like, get back on board. Right. Do you think that because of the times, because it just does seem like people get older and still manage to do a lot of difficult stuff, it just seems like there's more and more of that as the years go on? Do you think… Possibly. Like or, 10 I, years and ago? Also, you know what it is? I think there's just a better understanding of skateboarding now. Right. There's, you know, it's not, it's not such a scary daredevil punk misfit vibe that people, or or, or uh, stigma or assumption that people have about skateboarding. Right. They they either have done it in their past or their kids are doing it, right. and they get the mindset more. Yeah. Um. And I'm not saying that somehow it's sanitized what we do or that it's that it that it's somehow become family friendly because of that like you, there is still that risk but at the same time people understand the value of pushing through it right and you've got people like kelly slater out there who are winning contests in their 50s and then yeah. there's and then there's also i think people realize maybe if you're really old you don't but it's a sport sure it's lifestyle as well but it's a sport and athletes like, uh, you know, if you don't want to play in the best, in the highest level of contests because you got older, but you still want to do the sport, it just makes way more sense these days because people understand that that's your thing. Like, why am I going to stop? To me, it's it's more admirable, admirable. You don't do it for to win the contest. You do it because you love doing it. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> sometimes, like sometimes when I'm doing stuff here, I'm like, I don't know what the actual end goal is of this. Yeah. But I want to do it. So yeah. I'm just going for it. That's my everyday I'm It, it is frustrating because I was in the middle of, of, of making a whole video uh, when I got hurt. Oh, Literally the next day and the day after that, I had plans for, for get, adding to this video that I'm working on. Ah, oh, shit. And that's on hold for now, but yeah. I'm hoping to get back to it. Um, yeah, but, I, but even it's cool. Like, you know, Tim, who helps us with this video, um, he skates curbs. With a whole crew, and they're all older. Really well, by the way. Super well, but man. but they they get together like they'll they'll hit me up like, hey man, we're skating these curves by your place seven a.m. Saturday. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I like skating. I'm committed to skating. I can't go skate a double sided curve seven a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, I don't know if I can go any time of the day for that. <laughs> but that's when there's no traffic, and that's when uh, they're cruising. And I just think it's so cool that pockets like that exist, and there's still that that heavy passion, and and obviously you know there's there's a whole like vert soldier older dudes that are that are still doing it like getting on in the backyard ramp or there's like a saturday morning meetup and or a sunday morning meetup and and sometimes it's women like adult yeah. women doing it it's, it's all so cool i just love that, that that's where skating has come yeah me too yeah it's just a good thing to be around these days i'm not finding a lot of negative in it <laughs> i mean maybe that's me too because i have a lot less negative inside me but I just feel like skateboarding as a whole is a lot more um, appreciative inclusive. of each other. Yeah, inclusive, but better word. Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive stuff. Yeah. So, okay. Um, uh oh. Uh, yeah. What? Just I'm just trying to I'm trying to prepare mentally for what's what's to come. This Sunday's the Oscars, Wednesday is the premiere. I'm trying to like get my mind like, all right, can push through gonna be okay i have i have a good story about the oscars when we went um for the for the skate stand documentary yeah. uh do you know about the vanity fair party uh -uh. so oh every, we, do i know about that party yeah 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 
yeah. So every year there's a Vanity Fair holds this giant. It is it is the Oscar party. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, the list is super hard to get on. Even if you're a, a mega star, you have a window that they allow you to arrive at. Okay. Because they're trying to stagger when celebrities come and go okay. or, or how crowded it gets. So even David Spade told me, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going, but my window's like 7.40 p.m. Like okay. it's, it's tight. doesn't yeah. matter, you know, what, whatever. You know, it's, it's super tight guest list, super hard to get on it. And what I didn't know was that if you, if you are part of a group or, or whatever, of a winning um, film, you can just go. Anytime. Well, no, then, that year. Okay. Right? So when uh, this documentary won the award for, I think it was the best short film documentary, uh, all of the, the, the director, Ollie from um, Skatistan, uh, Kathy and my wife, and some of the producers and some of the Skatistan staff just jumped in a van, like old school, just jumped in the van, no seats, you know, like okay. not enough seats, so everyone's just crawl, like sitting on each other. To this thing. To the Vanity Fair party, because if you have an Oscar in your hand, you get in. Oh, nice. So you all walked in with Oscars. So no, we drove to the, there's, there's people that are checking you way ahead before you even get to the building. Yeah. Like traffic is stopped in every direction. Yeah. And there's people that are like, you know, checking yeah. the, exactly who's on the list. And, you know, they, they, a car comes, there's two people, they're making sure each person's name, it's not even like plus one. Your name has to be on the list. Right. Fair. Right? And we show up, it's, it was like Scooby-Doo came, you know, the, the mystery. Hey, but you all had one in your hand? Comes in. The director sticks the Oscar out the window and she's like. <laughs> <laughs> so sick. It was so sick. That just. That's it. That, that, goes was the, that was the entry, yeah. So what's it like being on a red carpet with all these people and all these other famous people and all these photographers and you with all the people that aren't famous was there? Oh, I love it. I mean, I, it was so, it's like Oliver is the most salt of the earth down, you know, he's, he doesn't live in, in excess. He doesn't right. live in glamour. He, <clears throat> he runs Skatistan, was living in Afghanistan, does it from Berlin now. And so he's just like, like, I think that guy's in this movie. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Everybody's in, in this movie. <laughs> Everybody's in yeah. every movie. But it was so fun to see it through his eyes. Right. Oh, okay. Even cooler. Right. Yeah. Because he was extra excited yeah, about it. Yeah. We're just yeah. seeing, you know, like walk in and there's there's Billie Eilish. And I mean, I remember like I was behind uh, Jeff Bezos getting a beer at the bar. Holy it's shit. So bizarre. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, but it was fun. Uh, anyway, we don't really live in those circles, but it's fun to be invited once in a while. And, yeah. Um, hey. When people ask me what I'm wearing, I can say Gucci. Yeah. You bastard. Like that. <laughs> I really do. I want to say that so badly. It's the coolest shit ever. So that's what's happening. That's living, baby. That's so doing cool. it. Um, what's next? Uh, you doing comedy. Yeah, a lot. Did you just fly, fly home from Kansas last night or something? Yeah, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. Yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. It's a, it's, there's a lot more going on in Louisville, Kentucky than Appleton, Wisconsin. Thanks to comedy, I know the answer to that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, I had people drive. A person in the front on Saturday night had a big sign and she said that she drove six and a half hours for her 23rd wedding oh, I anniversary. Saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And I'm like, no way. So sick. And then people in the crowd, like a lot of people had, 
wolf knife t-shirts on. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it's a really uh, unfair advantage, kind of. Like, I have, you know what I mean? I'm so new to comedy, but I have like a… Do you feel like people were traveling from great lengths to see the headliners? Uh, no. I know. That's, that's something, man. That's important. Like, that… Right. You know what I mean? That you, you have this following that they know will come to you where right. it, they'll make it a destination. Yeah. And, you know, solid comics, sure, they can draw a crowd because they have some name recognition, but people aren't making a journey to go get there. Right, but also Brian Callen is the person that has me out who's helping me so much, but he is doing so many dates that you probably would opt to wait until he comes to your city. Right. But when Jason says that he's, uh, as far as I know… Yeah, I'm I don't just, know how many I'm doing. Yeah, I'm just going here and people… May, I mean, at one point I met a table of wolf knives. It was like… Six people. They wow. all knew each other from listening to my show, and they're all at the bar. and 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 most of them came a fucking long way to go. They yep. weren't living down the street. A couple of people are fans of the show, fans of this show, and didn't know that I was there. What? Yeah, and they were just sitting there, and they go, "Coming up next, like host of Hawk versus Wolf, Jason Ellis," and they're like. What? Oh, that's and then they tell me afterwards, they're like, we didn't even know. You just walked up on stage. And I'm like, no fucking way. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, really? Like, so it's all it's all still. It. See, the show's taking over the world. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Some world, but somewhere. Brian Callen told he's like, you, you're going to go far in this. If you keep working the way you're, you're working, you're going to go far because the people love you. He's like, listen to him, man. Like, I come off the stage and he's like, Listen to him. <laughs> go back out there. Like they love you, man. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, aren't you about to go out? He's like, so what? You're look at, take it in. I'm like, thanks. Okay. Like, it's, you're like SpongeBob with the mop. It's a it's a rush. I get cold before it, and Callan keeps making fun of me for it because he he knows when I'm coming up soon because I start putting a jacket on and getting cold. <laughs> Do you get cold to immediately go on stage and sweat? Yep. Yep. Yeah, and then usually I'll get cold and sweat. And then I'll have a cold, sweaty T-shirt on, which makes it even more cold. Oh, no. Yeah, a couple of times I've been really uncomfortable before I go on stage. But as soon as I get up there, temperature is regulated and I don't feel anything at all anymore. I just… So what is your… How go. long is your routine now? Well, I… I'm Because I get new stuff all the time. So now I probably have… If I was to do it all, I probably have like 45 minutes. Which means I could probably host tonight now. But right now, because Callan does an hour and a half, I do 15. So I took out all, all my old material for this new material that goes for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, but I still have all that other stuff. And then accidentally, this is, that's what they say, you do it a lot, you find stuff you didn't know. Like I right. did a joke on Saturday night that was the biggest joke I've done so far in my career. And I didn't have that planned. It just popped out. Just came through. And I was like, okay, I'm writing that one down. Yeah. Like, and then when I left, the other guy was doing comedy. He's like, hey, that thing you just added? Right. Fucking write yeah. that down. That was crazy. Do you worry that it won't come as spontaneously or sound as funny the next time you do it? Uh, not anymore. I did yeah. because I'm not an actor. And right. I've always sort of based my thing on it's… If it comes out originally, mm -hmm. that's, that's me. That's how I do it. If I try to plan it, I'm going to sink the ship. It's going to not work. Yeah. But… From going out all the time and saying the same story and trying to put as much emphasis yep. on it as the first time you told it, and then seeing different ways of doing it and the different reactions you get, 
Also, different time slots, different states. All these things come into play. Yep. And you have to know all these things to know which is the correct one to do. But it's like skate. I'm, I'm constantly learning and I'm watching these other people. Like I watch Callan do stuff and I go, oh, oh, I want to do that. so good. You know what I mean? But, it's, <laughs> but I would not have. Yeah. A year ago, I'd be like, I don't know. He's hilarious. But I'm watching him change stuff for mm. people. And it, and, I, and it just, I get, I get the bug. I'm it's like, I want to go back up. I want to go back up. Like 15 minutes, it's not enough. Like I want to do three shows a night. Like I want to I wanna do it. And I can tell, I know that feeling. I know what this is. This is me getting ready to take over. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. Well, don't forget us about us little people and the little podcast we started, you know, when you're on your meter. I mean, rise. I'll do my best, you know. Okay. But it's going to be tough. I can't wait for Gucci to email me. <sighs> It's just going to be Wolf 1. That's the new podcast. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I was like, man, that sounds really good. <laughs> wolf winner. <laughs> the, wolf, the end. The Wolf winner show. Oh, and no. so the intro to the podcast is just me walking away in defeat. <sighs> Limping. Limping. Oh, you know what? Too soon. Too soon, bro. Yeah, I know. Sorry. My bad. Okay. You look great. Like and describe. Seriously. Don't break a leg. Shopify presents Cool Sheets from AHA to... I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.